Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. Fact number one, the Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive insurance company and agent write in three years. How is that possible? Here are the other facts to answer that question. Fact number two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Fact number three, the Canopy Group offers combined single limit coverage, not split limit coverage. Fact number four, The Canopy Group offers only one deductible at claim time, not two or three or four or even more. Fact number five, at renewal, the Canopy Group shops your insurance with their 15 other companies every year to make sure you're getting the best deal. Captives don't do this because they have only one company. Now that you have the facts, it's time to get your options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Roycey Unchained. I'm uh, I'm your Philip Gustafson <laughs> here today, hey, Pat. That's good. That's good. Uh, yes, uh, Judd and Don uh, publicly celebrating their 30th <laughs> wedding anniversary. I've been married to my second wife longer than Judd's been married to, uh, <laughs> been married to uh, Don, but I didn't realize they were such child brides. But uh, uh, good for them that they go out and still celebrate the uh, wedded bless. It's uh, you know when you get in, when you get into it thirty yeah. years from now, if you're going to some place on a vacation to uh, celebrate your thirtieth wedding anniversary, you'll have defeated the odds, <laughs> sir. You'll have defeated the odds. That's for sure. But uh, congratulations to them. And Judd did pay attention to the, course he did. The, hockey, the hockey game. And he also took time to rip Cat in the, uh, you know, on uh, from watching the Timberwolves game. So uh, I'm sure Don enjoyed having to watch a hockey game and a basketball game on the midst of this uh, celebration. So. I jokingly texted him because, of course, he was texting me, you know, bitching about the Wilds' performance. And uh, mm-hmm. I said, well, what about, you know, forget about the game here. What about you and Don? And he goes, yeah. she, she's multiple glasses of champagne in, <laughs> and I picked up 48 spotted cows at the Wisconsin <laughs> gas station. We're both doing just fine. Right. So 48 cans of uh, yeah. spotted cow. Wow, that's a, I didn't know you could get a 48-pack. Wisconsin. That, well, he got uh, two, he said he got two 24s, but the fact he got two 24-packs so at a gas station. Yeah, that, what is the name of that little town uh, down there that's the home of spotted cow? And then oh, expanded uh, and it's well, ice, ice, it's this. 
New Glarus is the brewery. Yeah, yeah, it's down there, one of that towns. My wife and I were at a wedding in Chicago, and we came back through there to see this quaint little place, and it right. took about an extra two hours. What a stupid idea that was. But she got violently ill. Oh, no. Yeah. So the uh, in, in the in the middle of it, we're driving back. We had to stop. Oh, every hour to let her get violently ill someplace. Oh, no. So it was, I don't know what was going on, but it was, uh, it, it left us a bad impression of New Glarus for the rest of our lives. So uh, anyway, yeah, the, the spot, and of course, I think the spotted cow is also ice cream, right? Don't they make? Uh, I, that sounds they, right. I wouldn't I be, think so. I wouldn't I mean, be shocked not, at all if they did that. The, not big into the ice cream. So uh, you're a, a hockey guy, and he is, and everybody, everybody giving these guys an excuse because they're uh, because they're uh, goon forward got to assess two penalties that were shaky. They had to kill three penalties, mm-hmm. and they gave up two goals. Yep. Let's 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 concentrate on their penalty killing a little more than ripping the referees. Do you think in all justification, they played 60 minutes and only deserved one penalty? No. Do you think they only and, deserved one penalty? And they're, and they're, they're going to call stuff. They're yes, gonna, they they're, are. They're going to call, call stuff okay, throughout the course and, of the game. And, you know, Gary Olson covered the North Stars for years for the mm-hmm. St. Paul paper, and he had a theory that they had marbles in their pockets and they, you know, they would move one, they would move it to one pocket, you know, and then they'd feel how many had they had in that pocket and then they'd have to even it up someplace. <laughs> so uh, they ended up giving four penalties to Dallas and three penalties to the wild and the, uh, and the Dallas killed three of those mm-hmm. and then couldn't kill the one on the six and four after the goalie was pulled, right? So uh, they, they, they killed 75% of their penalties and our boys killed 33% of their penalties. Right. I, I don't, but we, in, uh, since they arrived in 2000, right? 2000, mm-hmm. no team has been treated more uh, with more fawning for less reason than the wild. <laughs> and, you know, you know, the, the wild Timberwolves deserve all the ridicule they get, right? Yes, absolutely. But these guys, we make way too many excuses for them. It, it's kind of the hockey mentality. Yep. And, uh, you know, the hell with it. If you can't, okay, questionable penalty. Maybe even worse than questionable. You still got to kill it. That's right. You know? And you know what else? The Minnesota Gophers, to the disappointment of us all, lost to Quinnipiac. And they took it like men. They took it like adults. Yeah. They said, okay, we didn't play our game in the third period. Now they did. There was one penalty they didn't like, right? The penalty on such and but it was not a moan fest. This is the only the coach and Felino and the fans and the TV people. The only reason we lost was because of those two penalties. 
Well, he probably committed six others in the game that they didn't call. Sure. So uh, I don't, you know, that's my theory. Well, I, I would say special team. I mean, special teams has been their problem. Yes, that, yes. Uh, Dallas penalties has been their problem. Dallas right. is seven of sixteen. Seven of their goals have come on the power play. Yes, five on five. Actually, I, I going into this series, I thought five on five. Well, Dallas is a better offensive team. They got great scoring up and down. They're they're much more lethal. The Wild have held their own five on five. It's been yes. special teams. That's been the, the honestly and, probably and, the biggest reason that the hey, series is tied. The the Wild has this whole collection of defensemen. These guys got Suter, thirty eight years old, <laughs> wobbling around out there on his skates on their first defensive pair. They they uh, I think the Wild are better than they are. But I uh, I asked Tom Reed. Uh, before the game, and he's a very candid fella. That's this right. was, and he knew we were just BSing, and he said he thinks the Wild's better, you know. And he's not, you know. You can go to him, and you know, other times, and he says the other team's better. But this wouldn't be the first time they lost to a team in the first round that they were better than. And yeah. St. Louis, the uh, you know the Jake Allen series, yes. and that was. Uh, and I don't think uh, Ottinger hasn't been uh, that. Now he was good. He was last good yesterday, time. but yes, he he's been beatable. He hasn't been on his head. He's standing on his head uh, the rest of the time. He got good. He got very good with ten seconds to go. <laughs> Saved yeah. the game for them. Yeah, he did. But the other thing is, Felino breakaway. Yep, breakaway. He gets a rebound. He still doesn't score. Mm-hmm. He gets two tries, and then Kaprizov on the power play. He no first. He gets a breakaway. Doesn't score, and then. Uh, Kaprizov opened that on the right side on the power play. Chance to tie the game after Felino go to that guy into a penalty. Gave it, gave the uh, Wild a power play, and he missed the. I don't know how, how he missed the net, but he missed the net. Yeah, they so, the, the odd man rushes at one point, Pat. I believe were eight to one. I mean, the yeah. Wild had uh, defensively. Dallas was terrible yesterday. Yes. They left Ottinger out to dry, and he bailed them out. Um, on numerous occasions, but you got you have to score. If you're not, you're not going to. To your point about them complaining about you know the other way around, them not killing penalties. If you're if the Wild aren't going to score on the power play, then you got to convert the odd man rushes. Like yes. they, they, there was, I did a pie chart with Phil um, on Mackie and Judd today, and I just gave five percent to officiating. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that, and good. that's it. It's five percent. It's a, yes. it, you can acknowledge it, but it's not any type of uh, a big reason why you lost. No, you. Uh, yeah, but but it becomes then the the narrative that, that we got robbed by the referees. Now I'll make another observation. Okay, I wasn't there on uh, Friday night, and I've been told that was as crazed and amped up and involved as a wild crowd has ever been in what's basically. 22 seasons of sellouts once in a while. You know, they've had 19,000 in there. Yeah. Anytime they open the gates after the football season's over on a weekend, people are foaming at their mouths, 19,000 to get in there. Uh, this was the amp, most amped up crowd ever. Now, other play that I went yesterday, and it seemed like another, just another playoff game yeah. to me. And then I thought, I wonder why this is. And then I realized. Three extra hours of drinking on Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah. So you drop the puck at what eight fifty nine? Yeah, eight fifty on a Friday 8:50 night. Eight fifty on Friday night, or you drop it at five forty on a Sunday. 
you're going to have a much more amped up crowd, and that's that. That explained it. So, Mr. Alcohol. Puck, Mr. Puck is saying for Game Six, which is happening in St. Paul on Friday, <laughs> eight fifty. What time? We, we don't, don't know yet. At uh, seven. No, seven well, if you want to get the crowd really yeah. involved, and you want to make the suitor sucks chant even louder, right? Delay the puck drop. Yeah. Plus, you probably don't get as many kids on a eight fifty game, right? I mean, they they. Take the neighbors and or yeah. the, instead of the yesterday, kids. you're more likely. With, I did uh, see some kids, but yeah, uh, I did too, but not not as many. Yeah, so you get the now. I did I did a diary of uh, for the online that I went to all three games at some portion yesterday, and uh, I did have a great dialogue narrative that they I was just sending it in and they added it. But I'm walking down the street mm-hmm. with these young rowdies. A couple, but we're still hour and a half before the game, right? Hour and a half before, because I'm going from Tom Reed's to game down the street, and some young guy from back says, "Anybody got a lighter?" And this guy next to me, who was walking in front of him, says, "No, I don't smoke my meth." <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I put that in there. I thought it was kind of funny, but apparently we don't like meth jokes. I don't know. But that's uh, okay. Pat, what's remarkable to me about this series, and about this is a uh, a lifetime Minnesota Wild playoff uh, ineptitude, if you will. They've been in the playoffs 12 times since they've gotten here. Yes. And, and excluding the bubble. I don't count the bubble thing that no, they did with no, that. No, that, that's them. not a... So, that's not a... You know, they announced beforehand you had to win right. the first round. Yeah. You had to win. That was kind of a, their version of the playoff oh, tournament. Plan. Yes, but then, then they said, "Ah, go ahead. Say you make the playoffs." So we keep writing. They made the playoffs all these years in a row. No, they didn't make the playoffs in the bubble. They didn't. They got beat in humiliating fashion by a very mediocre Vancouver team. They, I thought that team was going to, you know, do something maybe right. in the in the bubble, but not anyway. So twelve times. So they yes. made it twelve times. So that means they have played 12 first-round series. Mm-hmm. And not once has this team been up two games to none in a series or 3-1. Three to, three to one. I was surprised to see that it's – but then I thought about it. But they've never – yesterday would have been the first time that they right. were ever had 3-1 to one in a series. Now they were behind 3-1 to one in the <laughs> series the first year twice and won in miraculous fashion. Yes. But the, the thing – they. They've won four playoff series, but first two of them came the first year they were in the playoffs. So right. uh, since then, they've only won two playoff series, which is which is uh, pretty pretty amazing to say the least. But I still think they're going to win this series. I I think that Dallas isn't that good. They're, they no, got they some weapons. They and got, they, you don't want to put them on a power play, but if they go on it, you got to do something about your penalty kill, right? right? Well, what they and what they need they. This guy hasn't shown up yet. Kirill has one goal. Boldy has yes. zero goals. They're, yeah, they're, what's with Boldy? Their two best players during yeah. the regular season haven't shown up yet. So I guess two ways to look at it. I guess you could say that, all right, well, now they're due, right? They're due for a Game 5 outbreak or a Game 5 breakup, maybe Game 6 too, because that's guaranteed to happen. Uh, I'm not surprised that one of them gets shut down, and especially Kirill, right? Because Kirill's yeah. their superstar. That yeah, they're they're, they're going to focus to shut him down. I mean, Suter cross-checks him, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then you'd think that Boldy naturally would reap the benefits mm-hmm. of, you know, with Kirill being shut down, that you could get Boldy going a little bit more. He has no goals, Pat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's well, been he's been abysmal. But Johansson made him 
Yes. Made him what he was. What's he doing? What's happening with him? Who's taking care of him? Yeah, Who's I mean, checking him to, you know, to keep him from taking advantage of that matchup. Yeah, I, I, you know, hence and you know, Sagan are are, are damn good. Wyatt John, that nineteen, you know, Wyatt Johnston on Dallas is yeah. their version of Boldy, basically, mm-hmm. or Rossi. I guess you can probably make a better comparison. Was he there. in the draft last year? Uh, he's not, he was in the draft, I think. Yes, last year. He's only nineteen. Yeah. He's, he's young. Where's he from? I do not know off okay. the top of my head. Um but Yeah, but yeah, I've I've been hearing about him, but I don't exactly sit around and watch Dallas Stars games during the regular season. But so. I, I do think that it's it's time for one of those two I mean, they have to on, on obviously on Tuesday here in Dallas, and I don't know if they'll make a goaltending change. We'll certainly see. I think it's wise to stick with the Gus bus, but knowing how these guys operate, Pat, it wouldn't shock me if they gave it to Flora. Flour I was either. very disappointed. Because uh, when when uh, Gustafson gave up the first goal, which was yeah, the rebound, right? It was a rebound, right? Yep. And I tweeted out, Flurry would have stopped that one. <laughs> Expecting a big outrage, but I don't think many of the hockey people follow me. So I, I thought I could have poked the bear with that, but uh, didn't, they didn't did bite. Not, they did not bite. So mm. uh, congratulations to the Wild fans. Gopher fans, they would have bit. No. But, uh, but they uh, they did not bite. And... Uh, yeah, it's two two. What do you say? I, you know what I thought this series would be after four games, mm. two to two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just remember this: we've talked about it. Home ice means nothing. Means used to mean everything. We have to get home ice. Louie Nanny's whole life was: we got to get home ice. What are we going to do if we don't have home ice? Home ice means nothing now. And in fact, when. Uh, you know, when you got home ice and a chance to win it, you know, like back here, game six, maybe, or Dallas game seven for Dallas. I think if you don't get a goal in the first 10 minutes, you get more puckered up. We've talked about that. But I think they, you know, the other teams, what the hell? They're, you know, they don't, these guys don't care if you're screaming at them or yelling at them or chanting suitor sucks. They're, we've gone way beyond the idea that, uh, Fans can influence the lift the team Agreed. up. I don't think. Agreed. I think it's, this but, isn't the Metrodome in baseball in '87 and '91. So. so you think Wild in six, Wild in seven? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I I think they're. I think they can win the next two. Yeah, I do. I mean, if they bring them back, if they beat them down there in game, now all of a sudden Dallas has got to win, right? Yeah, to give away the advantage and. Dallas is, yeah, as you say, they can score power play goals. So I don't think the referees are going to feel chagrin because Everson and Garen are kind of, Garen's contacting them today to complain about Felino's penalties. Agreed. So Agreed. Did you stay up uh, for the Wolves? I was at the Wolves. Oh, you went to the Wolves. Did you go to both? I went to all three. I went to the Twins, wow, too. I wrote a uh, diary about it for the online for this Tribune. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I went uh, went to baseball game. Got okay. there at eleven thirty, twelve, and uh, and left. Uh, had an Uber ordered for two fifty p.m. And I took that to St. Paul because I didn't want to. Yeah, try to park. Down I didn't want to have to move my car out of that. And and the thing is, last year that would have meant I got to see three and a half innings. Yesterday, six. <laughs> I got to, and by the time I got to, I got an Uber driver, nice fella from Kenya. But he damn near killed me. He was just driving nuts. Didn't know where he was going. And then I'm telling him, okay, get in the right lane. Because we're approaching. We're like 
a half mile from the Kellogg Boulevard exit, you know, the, after Dale Street. I said, get in the right lane. He doesn't get in the right lane. I said, now, now he's, he's still going 70 miles now. And I said, we're 100 yards from Kellogg Boulevard exit. I'm saying, get in the right lane. <laughs> Turn in the back seat. And then I'm trying to get him to take me to Tom Reed's instead of the ball. And we did. Oh, he was okay. I, I gave him five bucks. So, that, but, you know, and, and he gave me a thrill. You know, I'm wearing this heart monitor because of my, uh, yeah. you know, I might have, if there's a, if there's a rise there, it was when, <laughs> we, were trying, when we were trying to make Kellar Boulevard ah! exit with traffic backed up on two wheels. That it's was like, it. uh, it's like one of those, uh, house arrests. They go, bop, 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 bop. Oh, you man. know, now I went to Tom Reed yesterday and uh, I went to Tom Reed. Okay. And, uh, absolute. This is now at what time? Three, well, you know, probably 3.30. So two hours before the game starts, 3.45 maybe. And absolute jam-packed chaos, all wild jerseys. And the TVs out in the front are virtually all on playoff hockey games somewhere else, you know. The Twins game was on in the back, but uh, I think it was bottom of the eighth. And uh, the Twins... And I was talking to a couple of guys, and we're sitting there in the bottom of the eighth, and I looked up, the game was over. Like, Duran must have needed eight pitches or something to finish him off because it was uh, 2.13 yesterday. So, anyway, then I I hung out there for a while. I went back, and I took a picture of the crowd. I was going to show it to Tommy. Mm -hmm. He's like most bar owners now. He's got a video, a live stream of how busy they are. Uh, my friend Mike Andrews, the uh, late great Mike Andrews, who owned J.D. Hoyts and a bunch of other stuff, yeah. but spent most of the year in Palm Springs, he'd spend his evening watching the crowd at J.D. Hoyts, you know, <laughs> had a video. And and Tommy knows how many customers they have, you know, have, you know just looking at the video. Yeah. And I said to him, so you got to be hoping that uh, the Dallas wins one of the next two so you can get a game six. He said, yeah, but not really, because if we can finish him off in five, that means I get another series, right? Yes. So <laughs> that's right. So he'll take the series based on over the one more home game. Right. Uh, but then again, if it's an 845 home game, it'll be good for business. I, it, it, it's, you know, this if they can be a little playoff run, they will have recovered from the pandemic. Yeah, no <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, amazing, and then and the other bars. I was walking past those, and they're in that place with the what the what do they call it? The place with the uh, has the big trucks. Oh, truck, truck park, truck park. Yeah, they yeah. had a, a lot of piece of people in there too, and everybody had people in there. So, what was the uh, Pat? What was the difference in crowds between? You said Game Four at St. Paul, they were a little more quiet and puckered up. But Wolves, at least on TV, I mean, it looks they were jumping. It looked like they, they were, were not they were really crazy. till late. No, it was okay. It was it was pretty dead at first, and uh, and uh, not full. You know, they had white shirts all over the every seat for yeah. the second straight time. I mean, when you have a whiteout and it fails. Why do you have another one? <laughs> That's what I didn't Marketing. figure out. But I guess they bought 5,000, well, not 5,000. They bought 40,000 T-shirts, so they figured they might as well give them away. Mm -hmm. 
But upstairs, you, you, reality had set in. The, the wild have been, I mean, the wolves have been very well and surprisingly supported by an enthusiastic crowd. Yeah, I, I've felt this year I was surprised how, you know, because they've had a lot of years there when they were disappointed. And uh, I, I don't know. I, a lot of people think it's Edwards. I, I, I'm not sure why they there's such optimism. But, uh, I mean, a, a crowd that comes in is very supportive. And, yeah. Uh, yeah and you know what? It showed, one night I was there, and it was, you know, it was, I, I can't remember what game it was, a couple months ago. And uh, and Ant throws a pass to um, Nas. I think it was Nas. And Nas makes a, immediately makes a three. Mm-hmm. And the crowd explodes. And then they're winning the game by 15 or something. And I couldn't figure out why. And it was a triple double. <laughs> and they knew it. Yeah. The fans knew it, which surprised the hell out of me. But the, you know, a big portion of the crowd, you know, an extra cheer. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I mean, they love the guy. They, he, they love the guy. I got to admit this. Did you watch the end of it? Yes, I did. I watched. I watched most of the fourth quarter. I, I, uh, oh, the the light. that was one of the great meltdowns in yes. history. Oh my I god! I mean, I heard Finch say after the game, "Well, they were making their threes there." I said, "Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> don't let them shoot them <laughs> after they make the first two. Make them make it two. Oh my don't god. let them guard the perimeter. You can't let them keep shooting them." That was the quickest twelve point rally oh, I ever saw yes. in my life. Yep. Yeah. Minute fifty eight, I think, with, yeah. with, with with time to go when Denver had the ball, and Ant, I mean, Ant said it too in the post game of, uh, I almost shot the ball away. I, I gave oh, yeah. them back. I gave. I put the team back in yeah. back into place. I uh, have been driven crazy, okay, for the ever since Garnett became the star, okay, by the way we play the final 15 seconds of games when you need a basket. Tied or one down. Mm-hmm. Garnett, he'd hold the ball. They'd give the Garnett the ball and do some kind of a clear out, and he'd miss a jump shot. And, you know, and you'd lose by one or go to overtime or whatever. I mean, he made he made two out of ten in that situation. Why don't you go get a basket? Yeah. You know, this holding the ball for 15 seconds to try to prevent them from having a last chance. Get a basket and then let them try to make one if they got in four seconds or something. And same thing with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler for, you know, clear it out. Let's let Jimmy miss his shot. Jimmy never made, never made, might have made one of those shots in his life. He's, they still do it in Miami. This whole thing of you have to genuflect to your best player and let him do a clear out instead of going and get a basket. And they do it with Edwards. And Edwards at the end of regulation last night again. What is he doing? Yeah. Move the ball. Get what, a basket. What I don't understand is Ant has the ability to drive. Like when Ant drives yeah. to the hoop, we've seen yeah, it, right? He's had they, those he highlight was, reels and he can do I that. I think he, was, he held the ball too long. And then he was trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And they double teamed and took the ball away from him. Yeah, I agree. It drives me crazy. So, uh, but in, then again, I got to admit this. Okay. You're in overtime. <laughs> and now, after urinating away the 12-point lead in regulation. You're trying to urinate away 
the seven-point lead in overtime, right? They're trying to do it again. And he's hauled the ball outside. And he and I'm watching. By then, I'm kind of watching in the back on TV and uh, at, at Target Center. And he goes to, he's got the ball, and he's got that look in his eyes, you know. And you say, don't, I say, don't shoot. Don't shoot. And the other guy says, yeah, don't shoot. And he makes the three. So uh, he made that three and won the game for him, basically. He had a great game. And and we love him and uh, with all his flaws. But uh, uh, he's uh, he's not as good a three-point shooter as he thinks he is. That's one of his problems. Agreed. So, uh, any shot in game five? Do they have any shot to no, bring this back? No, they won't. They're, especially if Kyle Anderson is blind and Yeah, what eye. the hell? God. Yeah. Ant did that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. Got it from I, Ant. I don't know if we got an update. I haven't seen any. No, I, I heard he was seeing a doc, an eye went doctor. Yeah, they went to an eye doctor. Yeah. So uh, if they take him out of there, yeah. you're you're already missing two of your best six players. If you're losing him, you're missing three of your best six players. They have no chance. This one guy, this kid saved him, though, Nikhil, whatever the oh, heck. Oh, Nikhil, uh, Alex, yeah, Alexander Walker. Yeah, he made a couple of threes, and he, and he guards somebody, You too. know, as much as Connolly deserves ripping for Gobert, yeah. the Connolly-Notch swap was actually a Yeah, a it was. One. It was, although I, it, I, you still get the impression he was a, three, a throw-in. And then, you know, the, the, to make the deal equal, I, I think Connolly thought maybe he had a chance or something. But he's, you know, he'll be around next year now. Absolutely. So, anyway, yeah, they don't have a chance, no. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Pat, I saw your um, column on Saturday after Lopez got absolutely shelled by the Nationals. Kudos to throwing the money line in there. I, I saw yes, you doing right. the, uh, the money Two, line factor. 235. They were 235 to make 100. Because uh, the guy they were pitching against, yeah. Chad Cool was it? Yeah, Chad I think cool. so, yeah. Who was terrible. This year right? he had three starts. His ERA was over eight. Last year he was in... Colorado, and they gave him 27 starts. His ERA was five, and now part of it's Coors Field, I'm sure, but but he was terrible, and his ERA was 5'8 or something. And they ended up, what, uh, 69, and I, I don't know, they lost a, a load of games. The year before, before that, he was Pittsburgh. His last year in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh went 61 and 101, and they got rid of him, man. And they they didn't a sixty one and a hundred and one team didn't want him. Right. So uh well he got they only brought him into camp with the idea I was asking the Denver uh, the uh the the Washington guys, uh that 
what what's the deal? I mean, how do you get in the rotation? And and their their best pitching prospect blew out his elbow in spring training, so then they had to go scrounging around. I mean, they're terrible, and uh, and that that's how he got in the rotation. I don't think he and they did have the quick hook for him. They got him out in the fourth inning. But yeah, one two thirty five. Now they I'll give the Twins Baldelli and Lopez intentionally. They didn't use the uh, the Cole. He couldn't get a grip on a ball. You know, he's from Venezuela, and he right. pitched for the Marlins. So how many times he pitched in cold weather? And uh, but they didn't use that excuse. And it was like it would have always traditionally been done that way. Mm-hmm. So my impression is that Rocco talked to Pablo and said. We got another game with these guys. Let's not say the only reason they knock you around was because you didn't get a good grip on the ball. So mm-hmm. they both said they both mimicked each other and said the rock the Nationals had a real good approach against me. So I think it was I think it was this team is no good. Let's not do anything to give a little fire to them or something and go get beaten on Sunday's game. So I, I just got that impression that it's, they control the message even to the other team. Now <laughs> they yeah. try to control the message, you know, so. Anyway. Well, it, it has been impressive. I mean, I know Lopez got shelled yesterday on Saturday and, you know, Bailey Ober makes a solid spot start for them yesterday, but the team can pitch, but this lineup is it's it's questionable, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's uh, well, they got Polanco back, and the good news is Kirilov hit two home runs in St. Paul. Yeah. Now, Friday, Friday he had two at bats and left the game. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it was cold weather. I don't know. And then he didn't play Saturday, so I'm saying, uh oh, what's going on? And then Rocco was asked about it Sunday morning, and said, "We don't talk about that. We, we I have nothing to say about that." So you're thinking, oh, oh, blew the wrist out again. Then he's in the lineup hitting second yesterday and hit two home runs. Yeah. I think a lot of it's cold. Probably this cold weather is just ridiculous. I mean, it's freezing outside again I know. tonight for the Yankees. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but uh, hey, I heard some. I was uh, the, the MLB Network. Mm-hmm. They were doing some stats on the uh, on what the rules have done. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the the shift hasn't really done much. The the uh, you know the left handed hitters on ground balls are hitting like two points higher than they did last year. Interesting. Okay. Line, are almost the same line drives that you know are a little higher because the guy's not standing out there. But uh, but the time of game things unbelievable. It's, it's, it's incredible. Last year they they said three and a half hour games. Or last year was some ungodly percent, like eighteen percent or something. Wow! This year there's been one nine inning game that took over three and a half hours. And that was the Cardinals season opener against the Blue Jays. There's been uh, uh, and and uh, games under two thirty. Last year it was, which surprised me, it was this high. It was, uh, did you say four percent? Last year, 4%. This year, it's uh, one-third of them. Mm-hmm. One, or, 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 or more, no, almost 40% are under two and a half hours. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I know uh, as people love to always talk about 
baseball writers and press box people complaining. I can't even get up and get a damn brat <laughs> in the cafeteria. With I, I have to run to go get that brat and yes. come back, or I'm missing two plays in my scorebook. Yeah, there are um, there are half innings that take two two and a half minutes. Yeah, because if the guy if the leadoff hitter comes up mm-hmm. and pops up on the first pitch, one out. That's you know, <laughs> I think supposedly. I mean, Rocco talked about it. My aide is having a real hard time with that. Okay, that he's. You know, he's used he, to going in the dugout and relaxing a little bit relaxing, and resetting. Sitting yeah. there for six, seven minutes wow. at least. And time between, which doesn't, they, he had another stat. Time between the next at bat. So, okay, guy makes an out. Okay. Time between the next at bat is down like a half a minute. To, wow. You know, some, you know, the next. Yeah. The, the next 30 seconds bat. per, yeah, wow. Okay. And the other, and the, Time between ball hit and play, having a ball hit and play, is uh, I'm surprised it was only. I mean, it was three fifty two or something last year. I'm surprised it was that rapidly. It doesn't seem like it when you go to games, but that's down like forty seconds, which is pretty much what this whole thing was about, right? Mm-hmm. But it it's not adding any uh, runs or anything, and the stolen base stat isn't that much higher either. I thought it would be, but. It, I from watching games, it seemed like it would be, but it's not not that much higher. But uh, in 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 whole, it's a astounding success for a game yes. that needed. And you know, I, I said I think I said this last week talking to Judd and you. Uh, this this could only be created by a crisis. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was a crisis. Yeah, it, it was, was absolutely. It was. It was a, I mean, you was. You as a season ticket holder last year knew that. I mean, how many times you even when they were starting the games at six forty, mm-hmm. there was a damn good chance it wouldn't be over till ten. Oh yeah, absolutely. Know? And uh, now it's you know, now you start thinking, eh, you know, I, I, I was going to order my Uber, and I didn't want to get in the crowd. Yeah, leaving the game, although yep. it wasn't very much. The bat day did not draw as well as Buxton Jersey Day. Buxton Jersey, which the jerseys seemed okay. Yeah. Not great, but they seemed okay. But they announced twenty three. Well the wind show was twenty five. I bet there were fifteen thousand of them in the in the stadium, sixteen, seventeen out of that twenty three. I don't know if they all stayed, but it was miserable. Yeah. I, I went out a couple of times and it it was it was miserable. I got the note from a PR that said first pitch is expected around forty five to forty six degrees at uh, at game time tonight. I, I don't know yeah. if they'll have those press box windows open or not. They might have them closed no, for tonight. We're still gonna have them closed. Yeah. Uh I, I'm not going tonight. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go tonight. Going, uh I'm Wild obviously play tomorrow, so I gotta be there. So for that what one. is the uh I think we're gonna hit the fifties tomorrow? Or was it supposed to? It was supposed yeah, to be Yeah, Thursday is supposed to be actually, I know it's rain, but it's supposed to be in the 60s. Yeah. Um, so Thursday warms up a little bit. Yeah, we got 56 on Wednesday, 64 on Thursday. But they're done. They're, uh, they're only yeah, I know. Monday, Tuesday, The 10-game homestand. Monday, get... Tuesday, Wednesday, right? <laughs> and then who comes? Uh, after the Yankees are in town here, obviously, for three games. They Let's must see. have a day off. I think it's a 10 days. I mean, they're home again, right? Yeah, they have a 10-game homestand. I know that. So, yeah, so... Obviously, they just had the Nationals here. They have New York and then um, Kansas City. Third, Kansas uh, City. Four gamer. It is a four gamer. So four Thursday, four Royals. I think they're four and seventeen. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really. I didn't have any idea. I heard uh, again talking. Hey, listen, to MLB. They were with the White Sox, not pitching at all. And yeah, playing, I know. And still playing terrible in the field. 
uh, and Cleveland not as good as they were last year. They were declaring the AL Central to be the worst it's ever been. Oh, it's terrible. It, it really, uh, and I, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be better. Because yeah. Detroit, I thought Kansas City had some young guys and they were going to be better, but they, they they can't win a game. And, uh, and uh, you know, White Sox are having a White Sox. We we saw them. They still can't make a play in the field, and the pitching hasn't been good. And uh, old Cleveland's, I don't know, the Twins lost six out of seven and stayed in first place, so that tells you something. They went from... Ten and four to eleven and ten and stayed in first place. So that's the uh, the, the as I said on Twitter, the AL Central is glorious to be a, a location. The run differential between the Tigers, White Sox, and Royals pad is negative one hundred and twenty four between wow. those three teams. Now wow. Oakland has been the worst team no, in they baseball. Still only won three, right? Yeah, they've only uh, four. They did win their fourth, okay. but they're they're alone. They have a minus one hundred three run differential. Twenty two games in already. Every that's other team, be a world record. Every other team in the West as as a positive run differential. That's that got, that's got to be got to be a record. That's got to be a record in modern baseball to be outscored by a hundred runs in your first twenty two games. Oh my God. I don't. Did they? Did they know they were going to do this? Did they know they were going to be this rotten? I didn't. I don't think so. I think they're going to have to. You know, they're moving to Vegas, but right. not the stadium's not ready till two thousand seven. But I think they're going to have to go play in that minor league ballpark they have out there and get out of Oakland, right? Yeah. I mean, they can't stay in Oakland. No. Like, maybe have one farewell season, but you know, they're getting crowds announced at three thousand, and that's what they deserve. By the way, I read something. If you want to park in the Coliseum parking lot, yeah. thirty bucks. What? Thirty bucks. They give them. They're they're doing everything they can to make sure nobody comes to the game. My so God. baseball is going to get rid of it. Meanwhile, the other team with the stadium crisis can't draw people is now eighteen and three, right? Or eighteen and four? Tampa Bay. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> it's undefeated. Unbelievable. Thirteen straight home wins for them. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's a. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, Billy Bean was the genius of yeah. of Moneyball and the whole analytical era. And, uh, you know, the, it's more important to get on base. You know, don't look at batting average. Look at everything else. Mm-hmm. And the guys who took it and run with all, you know, with obviously much more, you know, exotic analytics. But Billy, Moneyball started it, but it ain't finishing it here. <laughs> I wonder if Billy's Billy. I think is he's got a GM now. I think he's team president or something. Yeah, he's gotten a a, a title bump there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's remarkable. They, they got they're so bad. They got a lot of guys hitting like Billy Bean did. Hit. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, I got to cover Billy when he was going to be a phenomenal phenom here after the Twins pried him away from the Mets. And nice guy, hell of a guy back then. Uh, couldn't hit then, and his team can't hit now. So. Hey, Pat, I'm actually glad Judd's out because I, I saw you tweet about this last week, and I I've I watched the first few. So, are you out on Barry? No, I'm not out. Not but out. I have not enjoyed it as much as oh. I used the first two this oh, year. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're. Uh, I mean it's hard to be out when you got uh, Stephen Root, and I you know. know. I mean he's he's fantastic. No, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't been as in. I, I I get the impression they didn't think it was going to last this long. No, you know, so because they they basically wound it up. I thought they wound it up last year, didn't you? 
Well, yeah, I, I think it would have made sense to end it. And I know this is the last season they're yes, ending it. Yes, it is. Um, well, it, it'll probably get better. But she, Henry Winkler, is, has he won any, any Emmys or anything? He's fantastic. He's been great. I mean, the, the morph of Bill Hader from Goofball on SNL yeah. to, to this serious, incredible yeah. performance in tortured, Barry has been unbelievable. Tortured. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been a couple of romantic comedies when he's good. I, yeah, no, sure. I'm going to watch it again. I just haven't liked it, enjoyed it. I mean, I, I've stumbled on it when it started, and you know, loved it. And uh, it, we can't watch them all, though, right? They, you, they're once a week. They're posted. Yeah, once I a week. think you know they gave you two to start, and now yeah. I think they're down to, to doing once a week. And it, it, they're probably only doing six. Uh, six I think or six or eight. Yeah. That's what they usually do. It's remarkable, though. I, I every time I pause, you know, when the season ends and a new one comes out, the character that plays Sally is one of the most despicable. I, I just can't stand her. And it's real. It's good writing. It's good yes, writing. It but is. her character alone is one of the most despicable <laughs> television troubled. characters. She's a troubled, troubled woman, but. Uh... Yeah, it's uh, all the characters. The the side characters are fantastic. The uh, Noho Hank, the Noho Hank, he is, and, his, and, his, so and his and his Venezuelan, his, yeah, cartel yeah. leader <laughs> boyfriend is pretty fantastic. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean that's their character guys are good. Yeah, it's 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 still good. I just was hoping it'd be better this time because uh, they. They got themselves so far out there that, mm-hmm. you know, they had to bring them back from foreign countries and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it, it, they, they have to, they've really had to massage the story. But it's, yeah, Barry, if you're not watching Barry and you don't mind a little little violence, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I was surprised way back when, when he shot Henry Winkler's The oh, Cop. He yeah. just shot The Cop. Yeah. So, and uh, what's her name? We're still, that's Hank, Hank, uh, Henry Winkler. Uh, it was his girlfriend. It was yeah, Detective. Uh, yeah, I'm whatever her name. Henry, yes. Henry Winkler finally ratted him out. And uh, and uh, now Barry's in. He was in jail and they got him out, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched yes. Yeah. I know they released maybe yesterday. I didn't, I didn't see that maybe one. Maybe I didn't watch it. But he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, Searching for friends is yeah. hard to find. He's got obviously he's going to go back to Stephen Root. So and you're not you're not in on Succession, right? That one you're not in on. Nah, I, I, uh, too much angst for me. <laughs> I just, I mean, Brian Cox. I love Brian. Oh, he's Cox. great. He's everywhere right now. These he's, commercials. He's everywhere. God. He's everywhere. I love Brian Cox, but it's almost a carry, cartoon character <laughs> of Brian Cox. You know how much how. How much more of a jackass can he become, <laughs> you know? And plus the one brother, that the weasel. I Oh, Kieran yeah, Culkin? I wish they'd get rid oh, of him. Oh, God, I love him. I wish him. they'd get rid of him. Oh, I love I him. I wish somebody, you know, just kidnap him and <laughs> never, never bring him back. I, he annoys me. I My wife loves it. She never okay. misses. Yeah. She's, she's re-watching season one or two when I was in uh, yep. home the other day. It's the only show I've actually, I don't do this for any other show, um, and it's probably been one of my favorite television shows of all time, but I have to listen to podcast breakdowns oh, afterwards really? just to get intel on on what, I, I didn't connect well, that well, dot or this. going on here? Well, it's supposed to be Rupert Murdoch, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. loosely based off the yeah. Murdoch family, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, with the uh, with the difficulties. I'll probably someday watch. It was also like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of years, and uh, the guy everybody loved, 
annoyed me so bad I couldn't wind the, the Jesse. The, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. I hated Jesse. Get your <laughs> get your act together, Jesse. You're an idiot. Yes. You know. But the the I mean Breaking Bad, the transformation of uh of uh Cranston. Cranston was fantastic. Oh, I, mean, I mean he's this wimpy wimpy teacher dying of a cancer and he becomes this maniac. Well, know? I love and I as a kid and even I've rewatched uh Malcolm in the Middle, which is one of yeah. my favorite, one of the last good Fox sitcoms that they made, and even that character from Hal the Goofy Dummy Dad to yeah. to Walter White is <laughs> yes, an incredible yeah, transformation. It is, it is uh now, I think they thought they were going to last a long time, so they they, they seem to uh, get their story together. Uh, I have not. Uh, have you tried Lucky Hank with uh, Lucky Hank with Saul? Better call oh, Saul. Um, I I gave. I well, I got about halfway through season one when it was coming out, and I just got. I think it was yeah. by the time I was graduating college, and I got bogged down with that, yeah, and then I've never I'm dabbled big, back. I'm in. not a big. Uh, it just. I mean, I'm not a. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what my problem is right now. I just, you know what I'm doing? I Tubi, which is this uh, oh, yeah. I know Tubi. movie station, which you can get hundreds of movies. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to sit through three or four minutes of ads, they got every movie you ever want to watch. And some of them I haven't seen. And uh, I've been doing some of that when I'm not watching, when I'm not watching ball games. So, um, although I, you know, it is, uh, I'm trying to think Have we ever had this, before with these starting times, oh four. I don't think when they had their run in oh four, the Wild even made the playoffs that year. I no, oh three they, oh three they made their run, and then in oh four the it's the only time the Wolves ever made a run, and uh, so they had it to, to itself. We haven't really had a this much head to head. No, although it, that won't after Tuesday we won't have to worry about that. But, well then, and then you got the triple header. You got the draft. You got uh, yeah, the Wild will right. play Game Six on, during rounds two and three on Friday night. Yes, I said uh, we have uh, four columnists, three of them who are certainly interested in the NFL, and I, uh, I, I sent a message saying, "If you can eliminate me from uh, draft coverage, that's fine with me." So I'm not. Uh, I, I, you know, I watch the draft now on Twitter. Oh I yeah, I know the, the whole All the, picks the whole fifteen minutes and uh, the whole fifteen minutes and the guy comes up for an interview that doesn't say anything and uh, you know it is amazing the the impact of it though it's uh, it I, I you know somebody suggested that the reason the twins are starting at three fifteen Friday is to stay away from the second round of the draft no it's, <laughs> it's to draw people how's that weather forecast let's you think the, a uh, little better. Friday. I'm I'm hoping to get decent weather so the uh, happy hour uh, works and we start having those once in a while those three ten games. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, fifty four and forty percent chance of rain on Friday. So we'll see how um, mm-hmm. what the forecast looks like for there. I, I did see most some open two weeks ago during that quick little eighty degree spurt we got, but most golf courses are opening this week. They. Uh, but they they did I did see a list of the prices for happy hour so it is a happy hour for the yeah. uh, the reduced beer and everything so uh, it'll be interesting to see if that succeeds uh, might as well try something uh, they, although they were you know they were doing okay and then I mean you can't expect to get crowds when it's twenty no. degrees so I agree I don't know it'll they gotta did boy they are not giving you any. Uh, 
any confidence you're ever going to see Byron Buxton in center field again, are they? No. I, the quotes I, are like, the quotes are like, uh, I, I don't know if we want to take that risk. <laughs> it is, uh, it is uh, too bad because that is certainly his number one asset is playing out there. All Taylor's fine. By the way, I can no longer make fun of Michael A. Taylor. Okay, why is that? The Washington guys were in town, right? Yeah, I was talking right. to him, and I was complaining about Michael A. Taylor. I said, the other guy's been gone for seven years. Can we get rid of the A? The guy says, ah, well, it started off to differentiate him, but now it's in honor of his father, who apparently passed away. Okay, gotcha. sick, so I said, all right. All right, I'll I cool gotta, it. I got I to give that up. <laughs> Sometimes before I go on my rant, I should investigate yeah. what what's going on. But anyway, the A is there for, uh, uh, because of, uh, he's honoring his father. And, uh, so, and he's getting more hits than we thought. Hey, I got one question about the twins. What's with the chubby catcher letting the balls get past him? I mean, we like everything about him, but he misses about one a game, right? Uh, Vasquez miss- or? Yeah, or, Vasquez. Yeah. yeah. He missed they he lost the game in Boston when he let strike three go through his legs and started that rally. And then the other day, just guy on, they're going to have a one run top of the first in the 10 and four game. And all of a sudden the pitch is out here and he can't, his chubby little arm can't reach it. And it goes to the backstop and they, and it's two to nothing. I loved uh, listening to the Nesson broadcast because obviously him being in Boston for those two World Series, they, they did not call him Christian or Vasquez once. They called him Vasky. It, it was it was like it was a punto, you know. Punto, it was yeah, uh, nickname. Huh? It was like a guardianism where this guy he's getting called by his nickname by uh, the opposing broadcast the whole time. Yeah, well, he's uh, you know he's he's had more hits than I thought too. Yeah, but, he's solid. He's but you solid. look at their numbers; their their hitting numbers are terrible. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going into yesterday's game. They were hitting two twenty eight. They're on base. The on base isn't three hundred, and uh, slugging percentages awful they just they haven't they haven't performed in any uh areas blanco probably i'm boy it'd be nice if he's actually healthy yeah so because he's you know he's a, he's like at times he's their best player when, when but bucks and only playing one way he's their he's their best player and i wonder if kirloff will i heard they were going to option kirloff if if you're going to bring him up you got to make a decision on kepler don't you? I, mean, I think what, you got. You might have to let him go. Yeah, I think. I think we're seeing the end of it. I mean, whether it's yeah. DFA or I, they no, can't trade him. Nobody's going to take him. Yeah, because I mean, you could say, okay, trade him for a class A pitcher. Well, nobody wants a contract. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to pay him. I want. So it, it would be a DFA think? though, wouldn't it? If yeah, they send him yeah. to AAA. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if uh, if uh, if they have the guts to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's I mean, been unplayable. But it, 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 yeah, he's. I mean, they, they spring training. They you know they tried to tell you they saw some things, even though he didn't get any hits. And then they start off batting him first, but can't hit. No, four years now. Yeah, it's been it's been enough. and it's getting increasingly worse. I mean, sometimes the Terry Terry Ryan would release him, and and if he went and did well, would not feel bad because he likes play like players. But I think these guys are afraid to get embarrassed. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe as soon as it. I wonder how many more days uh, they're going to stick with him. If if he plays against the Yankees and doesn't do anything, they're going to. Yeah, I think he's on borrowed time. They're going to have to make the move. So, anyway, final thoughts, sir. 
final thoughts. Enjoy the hockey. Stop whining about the officials. Get mad at them not being able to kill penalties. How are we doing on the faceoffs? Any better? No. Are some of our new faceoff guys no. helping us? I think. Well, yesterday I believe they were fifty. They were exactly fifty well, percent, which that's is an good. improvement because I think yeah. it was two thirds basically the first three games in yeah. favor of Dallas. Yes. I mean, yeah. I haven't been, I haven't, we haven't concentrated much on the faceoffs, mm-hmm. but uh, you gotta make them pay for. Uh, a, their penalties too. The only time you made them pay for the penalty was when you made it a six on four. So it was a, uh, not the thing I worry about is maybe the goalies back in Ottinger might be back at the top of his game. And yeah, that's what you don't want to Now see. you could be dealing with Jake Allen. So the good Jake Allen, not the one who could stop a volleyball. So we don't go back to, they don't have the guts to go back to flurry though. Do they for game crucial game five? No way. No way. Right? Yeah. I, God, I don't. Can't do it. God, I don't. Can't not. do it. I hope yeah, not. Can't do it. We'll see what happens. All right. All right, sir. Have a good uh, late night hockey uh, watching experience, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can click over to the Timberwol- oh, Timberwolves. And, uh, is, is the game uh, Tuesday, though, at 7 o'clock, or don't we know? I don't. Uh, I think I thought it was 7 o'clock. Yeah, I know the Wild and Stars are at 7, which is. No, the, that's what I mean. The Wild and Stars. Yep, Wild and seven. Stars are at okay. 7. And, uh, Eight o'clock tomorrow for uh, Timberwolves Nuggets. Okay, eight, eight, eight p.m. Wow, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty. That's not too late though. That's pretty good. All, All right, right, sir. All right, see you. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the four. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.